Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Locums Live podcast. My name is Tom Hoffman, and today we are very excited to welcome in Dr. Beck as she joins us from out on assignment here to help us celebrate Locum Tenants Week. So, Dr. Beck, welcome, and thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for inviting me. Um, this is exciting for me to be able to talk about something that I actually had thought about doing my entire career in family medicine and finally got the courage to take the leap. And if anyone ever asked me, um, you know, should, uh, is this something that, you know, should I do? Should I, you know, take the risk? Um, I would definitely say if in the right situation, it's something that, um, I definitely don't regret. And, um, I'm, I'm thankful that uh, the opportunity came to me actually. We'd love to start off by just having you give us a brief introduction about yourself and your background and find out a little bit more about why you decided to get into the healthcare field initially. Well, um, great. Yeah, I am. Um, you know, I grew up an army kid uh, and uh, most of my uh, formative years was traveling, you know, living in different places of the, the, the states as well as other countries. And so I kind of got used to you know, about every two or three years um, moving and making new friends and getting used to new environments and situations. Um, I honestly, from when I was a little kid on, never really thought about doing anything else other than being a physician. I'm not sure why, because I certainly didn't have that in my family of any kind. Um, but I think it may have had to do with a small play doctor's bag that I, my parents got me when I was real young. And from that point, yeah, from that point forward, I was, and I'm the oldest of three kids. So from that point forward, I was always, you know, pretending to take care of my little brother and sister. Um, and maybe that was the seed that got planted. Um, and then, you know, later in life, it just kind of worked out that way that, um, you know, I, I initially didn't think I would be able to get into medical school, but it worked out that, um, and I got very lucky um, in terms of just life circumstances. So I ended up, um, you know, uh, graduating from high school at a military high school and then playing college basketball in Tennessee. Um, and while I was there, was debating between computer science uh, and, you know, uh, biology, chemistry at first, not thinking I would be able to get into medical school. But then I just decided, you know, you got to go for it. And I did. And Luckily, ended up uh, getting into uh, the Uniformed Services University um, in, in Bethesda, graduated there and ended up in Pensacola, Florida for family medicine residency. Um, and then at some point in my life, realized that the military really wasn't for me uh, and completed my residency at the University of Florida in Gainesville. And that was in 99. Um, and after that, I honestly, you know, during that family medicine training, um, I realized that I enjoyed the variety that the specialty gave me, um, but I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do with that. So um, I ended up in Atlanta, Georgia and working um, at Emory and, and ended up staying there for 22 years. And I look back, it's amazing how quickly that time went by. Um, and during that whole time, I remember thinking, you know, I came right out of residency and came went into a job and I, I didn't really intend on staying that long, but two years led to three before I knew it. You know, the, the, the time there was very rewarding and I got the variety that I was looking for. I got to be able to do everything, teaching students and residents, got to still deliver babies in the hospital, did pediatrics, internal medicine, hospital medicine. So I got to do everything. And so that that was great. Um, but there was a part of me that had wondered what would life have been like if I had done what I originally wanted to do, which was travel and kind of take see what different practice settings was like. Um, and I think the COVID pandemic really um, made me realize that, that life is short and uh, 
time is really, you know, not promised to us. And so, you know, I had been thinking about doing locums for a long time, actually. Um, and the pandemic really gave me that that push because my parents, um, they live here in Pensacola and I live in Atlanta. Um, and I was visiting them often, but not nearly as much as I'd wanted to. And so when the pandemic came, it made me really realize that I needed to find a job that gave me a lot more flexibility and opportunity to be able to spend more time with them uh, whenever I wanted to or whenever they needed me. Um, and so that's why I just decided, you know, it is time for a change. And I put in, you know, I put in my resignation and I resigned, um, retired. I, I guess it, it's a resignation because I'm, I'm 55. So um, so I resigned in, uh, uh, I think, January. And for the past seven months, I've been taking urgent care assignments, mostly in the Atlanta area. But I've also found work here in Pensacola where my parents live. And I'm working both urgent care and primary care. And I am just having a blast. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I mean, it sounds like you have experience literally all over the spectrum, you know, and, I do. <laughs> and obviously Locums does suit you uh, due for your love for travel. And, you know, I really like what you said about the pandemic because, you know, the pandemic affected every single individually and every single individual different. Right. Um, yes. And from the healthcare side, it did make a lot of people say, OK, you know, I want to try something new or it puts life into perspective and they want new experiences. So, you know, I'm really happy to hear that. And uh, and, and that worked out for you. Yeah, and it's so true. Um, you know, you kind of get comfortable in life, and I was very comfortable. I had a, a really wonderful career, um, and was blessed to be able to, you know, have that opportunity. But at some point, you know, you you have to. For me, anyway, I I was lucky because I have the circumstances in my life where I am able to just kind of pick up and go, um, and I don't have to really worry too much about kids or a significant other that's kind of saying, Hey, where are you going? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. And, um, so yeah, so it may, you know, locums may not be for everyone, of course, but I, I honestly, in the 22 years, uh, you know, I was in the uh, academic medicine, I, I would, you know, um, give advice to residents who were just getting out of residency and for folks, you know, um, for those kind of folks, I would be like, you know, if you're not quite sure the practice setting you want to go to, um, we would have actually, you know, somebody from a locums company come and give lectures, you know, give a talk to the residents and give them an idea of what's available to them. And um, it really, honestly, when I would listen to them give talks to the residents, I'd get excited. I was like, gosh, this sounds like a lot of fun, <laughs> you know, yeah, absolutely. and you, you still, you don't have kids yet, you know, you and your partner, if you're single, you want to travel and see the world, you know, family medicine is actually a great field for a, a locums person because you literally can work anywhere in the world. Um, and for someone like me who grew up traveling, uh, that, that suited my taste really well. Uh, but just going back to, to family medicine, um, you know, we, we know that all providers are different and all of you are, are faced with different challenges, uh, day in and day out, uh, that come with providing care to patients for their unique specialties. And of course you're a family medicine provider. Um, so that being said, I wanted to ask you what you feel is the most important personality trait or strength. Uh, that a family medicine provider needs to be successful in providing the best care possible for patients. Sure. Well, that, that's a that's a great question. You know, for me, um, I think that, I think the one of the strongest traits that I have, and I think it's important for anybody to realize that one, you know, life is very unpredictable, and you have to be flexible. Any any given day, you know, things are going to uh, happen that it, you know it's just not in your control. And with, you know, certainly with family medicine, every day is a, you know, a challenge. Patients come in with their own life circumstances and um, you're, you have to kind of be willing to accept that and not try to 
control much of anything. So um, I've learned that flexibility is really, really important. Um, and, and learning to just be accepting of, of what you can control and what you can't. Um, and so, you know, and the nice thing about locums is it gives me that opportunity to practice that because you should, you go to a new uh, setting um, with new, new, new uh, coworkers and employees and a different maybe patient base. Um, and for me, that's actually exciting. I guess after 22 years of kind of the same practice setting and the same kind of patients, which I really enjoyed, but for me, it's now exciting to, to see this new, you know, to have new opportunities to, um, to practice that. Um, so I think, yes, flexibility is important, um, as well as just kind of being humble, you know, realizing that, that you, you definitely don't know everything um, sure. and certainly, certainly need to be willing to listen to your patients because they know more about themselves and what works for them than you do for sure. <laughs> and if you're going to try to prescribe a plan that they're never going to follow, you're just going to be frustrated by it. So I kind of have learned in, the, in this time and practice that you really need to help patients um, achieve the health that's important to them. May, you know, and so achieving an A1C of six may be your goal, my goal as a physician, but for a patient, you know, who, whose life is, is, and their circumstances are, are, are very different from mine, you know, their goals may be different. So working together to find out what's the best plan for them is the key. That's kind of kept me not getting frustrated because it can be frustrating to see patients who time, you know, they come in to see you over and over again and, and not a whole lot has changed um, in terms of their overall health you know, markers. <laughs> um, but realizing that, it, that they're living the life that they want to lead and you can, and if they're not, then being there to help them. So I, I've kind of learned that, yeah, you know, um, uh, being open and, uh, you know, accepting of patient circumstances and where they're coming from is really important. Yeah, I, I love that. That's a great answer. Um, you know, I, I can't imagine the, the patients that you must have, you know, day in and day out, because you know, like you said, you know, the patients know their situation best. Right. And, yep. and you're there to provide the best service possible for them. Um, so, yeah, that's that's great. I, I think I appreciate you kind of getting into those personality traits that that are required to do the job. Right. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned, to start the podcast, you are actually out on a locum's assignment right now for CCL. Um, and again, taking the time to sit down with us, which we greatly appreciate. But I'm I'm curious to kind of going back, uh, just wanted to get an idea of what made you want to get into locum's when you started um, and how your overall experience has been. Uh, I know you've kind of gotten into that already, but I'm, I'm really interested to hear if working locum's assignments is what you originally thought it would be or something that's been completely different than what you first expected. Okay. Well, how I actually got into it initially, it was, a, it, it's like I said, it had been something I had thought about. And um, I had several locums companies, you know, uh, sending emails, um, random emails. And I just happened to be maybe, you know, I kind of believe in fate. And I think there was a day, oh, back in last summer, where I had been really like, gosh, I need to figure out something else so that I can have more time to spend with my parents. And I had, I had approached my, you know, um, uh, my current employer to do part-time work uh, so that I could have that extra time, but they weren't very open to that. And, and I could understand why, because there's, you know, shortages everywhere. And so they were really needing a full-time, you know, you know, they needed full-time employees. So when the part-time work wasn't available to me, I, um, I think that the same day I may have got an email from, um, from my CCL, um, manager and uh he was great i i responded back right away and next thing i knew he gave me a phone call and we just started talking and 
he, you know, I explained my situation and I tell you how rapid this process was, was amazing. I mean, it was very easy put it, you know, sending in my credentialing and paperwork and, and all the paperwork needed. It was really, really quick. And next thing I know, I had assignments. Um, and uh, I, I took assignments in the Atlanta area working in urgent care because that's something I'd always wanted to do. I, even in residency, I had always thought about after, you know, residency working primary, I'm sorry, working urgent care slash smaller ERs because that was where I actually found the most fun seeing a problem, fixing a problem. I'm kind of an immediate gratification kind of person. Sure. Um, and uh, so when when I got my first assignment and that first day on the job, it was exciting and fun and a very challenging. I showed up uh, on, a, on a new electronic medical record that I'd never used before. And um, so that was fun and challenging at the same time. But once I figured it out, it, um, you know, I'm actually, I, I love it. And it's kind of neat that I'm, I'm I like, knowing that I'm learning, you know, learning to work on different electronic medical records. And of course, we all, as we know, love all of them. I'm being facetious. The the, the different ones have their different, you know, uh, benefits. So learning to work on different EMRs is a good skill set to have. So I've now gotten pretty good at three different ones. Um, so yes, the, the uh, urgent care setting is exactly what I thought it would be. Fast paced, which is what I like to do. I'm, I like to, I'm very efficient and I think that's one of the things that kind of stressed me out in re- in regular clinic as I was always kind of moving faster, it seemed to me, than um, the folks around me. And so I think the urgent care is very, very quick paced. Um, and I, I really like that. And I do like I, I do like handling urgent problems. Um, so it actually has turned out that part has turned out exactly like I thought it would. Um I, I really, really love just being able to pick the days I want to work, if, you know, how many or how few. And there's plenty of work out there, plenty. Um, and being able to spend two weeks down here in Florida with my parents, relaxing and vacationing with them or going to visit, you know, my sister up in Baltimore whenever. I tell you, time is a commodity that is limited. We just don't have enough of it. And once it's gone, it's gone. Um, I know I've talked to a lot of people, actually, in the, and when I do my urgent care settings and I'm running into different folks some are full-time, some are, are locums like myself. And to a T, they all agree that, you know, I think COVID has changed all of our idea of like, you know, how precious life is and being able to just put your schedule together and work when you want to work and not when someone else tells you you have to work. Right. That, really, that is priceless. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's a that's an awesome answer, Dr. Beck. Um, a couple of takeaways from that. I, I love how fate kind of led you to locums. I mean, that's that's pretty powerful how that worked out. Um, I love how you mentioned the challenges, too, because we hear that a lot from our providers, right? Because that's why they're taking the leap to do locums. They want a new challenge. They want to learn new new skills. And like mm-hmm. you mentioned, working new EMRs. I mean, that's that's a great skill set to have in your career moving forward. Uh, and then the last part that I love there was you mentioned family, too. You know, being able yeah. to spend more time with your family. I love that you, you talk about time being a precious commodity because that is so true. Exactly. Um, you know, and, and throughout your career, I know that you have provided care to hundreds, if not thousands of patients in many different patient care settings, right? Yeah. Um, I like to ask this of all of the providers that we have on the podcast, but it's always my favorite question to ask. But do you have any experiences that have stood out in terms of patient care where you truly feel like you've made a difference in a, in a patient or family's life? Uh, and if so, would you mind uh, telling us a little bit about one of those experiences? Wow. I honestly, I can't, uh, there's so many, so I'm going to try to maybe remember, let me think back the most, most recent one. Um, 
you know, it's interesting because that's the beauty of family medicine um, is that the patients you see are patients that have a, you have continuity with and you get to see them back again and again. Um, but uh, I guess I'm going to talk about the most, most recent one is, and that's working in um, here in Pensacola in, in, in the primary care clinic that I'm actually uh, working in. So it's not, I'm, I'm doing both urgent care and primary care down here. Um, one of the primary care clinics that I'm filling in for until they find a permanent physician, the uh, one of the many of the patients, actually. So I can kind of combine them all into one. But you're you get to see them for the first time because they've been used to seeing other people. And for me, when I see patients, I really I actually treat them like they're my family. And so they I ask questions that they don't normally get asked about, you know, specifically about uh, maybe their ways of coping. Um, and, you know, with, with obesity, uh, practically an epidemic in our country and in the world, really, but definitely in our country, I have a special kind of focus on how people end up using food to cope with stress, with boredom, with, you know, with, you know, anxiety, with all kinds of things. You know, food is, um, for many people, a drug just like any other drug, alcohol, drug, you know, actually illicit drugs or anything else. Um, and so I often will ask a patient who is struggling with, you know, their weight, you know, how, how are they using food to cope? And before you know it, they are telling me that they often use food and when they're not hungry, when they're bored or stressed. And next thing I know, they're in tears and we're both basically in tears crying about how, how it's amazing that if you can get help for disordered eating, you actually can't overcome that problem. Um, and so, and you may hear emotionality in my voice because I actually did struggle with an eating disorder many years ago in residency, started in medical school. And so I allow that story, uh, my own story, I tell patients all the time because when I see that they're struggling with the exact same thing that I had, that they can overcome it like I have. And I give them examples of how people who reached out to me and the help that was given to me that if you're willing to accept help, you can't overcome a problem like that. And so uh, in the end, you know, we, we kind of end up in tears together. And next thing I know, they're in therapy and working on their, their whatever issues that have brought them to the, where they are. And it's, it's extremely rewarding. And I've had those opportunities and those experiences throughout my career. And that's where I just feel so blessed um, to have been given this uh, opportunity to help people in this way. That's amazing, Dr. Beck. You just you just gave me chills, to be honest with you. Um, you know, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I mean, obviously, forming personal relationships with your patients is obviously important for you. Um, yeah. and, and, and like you mentioned, sharing your story gives them the strength and motivation to help them with their issues. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah, it's a, I've been really lucky because, you know, for me, uh, food was my drug way back when um, and I, I needed help to overcome that addiction. And so I'm able to apply that with basically any patient that walks into my office who's struggling with alcoholism, cigarettes, you name it, you know, it can lead to a discussion down that path. And I, I'm not saying I tell every patient about that, but I, you know, the ones that I can tell are really, you know, they, I, you know, I've screened them with, you know, for compulsive binge eating and, and a lot of people actually have that problem. They don't, you know, they don't even realize that that's the problem. And so when they realize that there's actually help and treatment for it, I tell you, the, the, 
the tears that come flowing is just, you know, and their gratitude that they have that someone is actually, you know, that there actually is help and that someone can, you know, relate to what they're experiencing. It, it's, it's a, yeah, every day is really a gift when I, you know, when I get to go to work and make a difference in people's lives like that. I mean, that's really what it's all about. Absolutely. That's a, that's incredibly powerful. And again, Dr. Beck, I, I really, you can hear the emotion in your voice and how important this is to you. Um, and, and obviously, you know, being able to channel that to help your patients is, is amazing. So thank you for sharing that with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Of actually. course, of course. And, you know, you've been working with uh, one of our recruitment managers, Mike, for a while. I uh, mm-hmm. just was curious, you know, how working with Mike has been and, you know, working with CCL throughout your entire locums experience from start to finish. How has that been so far? Oh, it's been great. You know, Michael is wonderful. He, you know, we, if I call or actually text him, I get a text right away or an email. Um, any questions I have, any opportunities that he thinks I might want, he sends me. Um, he's really been very responsive and obviously such a nice person to deal with and to talk to. Um, so yeah, I, I explained my entire situation, you know, what, what I was looking for. And he, um, really was quite helpful. And, and I tell you that the whole organization is great. The, the getting, you know, being, uh, paid in a timely fashion, direct deposit, but before you know it, you got, you know, you get your, you know, you get your pay, um, not having to deal with, you know, when am I going to get paid next? It, it's very straightforward. Um, and I think they have really good re- working relationships with the various healthcare organizations, at least the ones that I've, uh, you know, had assignments with. So, um, right now I tell you, I, I have no complaints at all, <laughs> but you know what, that's, that's great to hear that your overall experience has, has been great. Um, you know, we, we feel like we have a great team here that is designed to make the process for you from start to finish as smooth as possible. Um, whether that be from finding the assignments our providers want to assisting with the credentialing process and the paperwork to travel and housing, um, to payroll, you know, we're, we're very happy to hear that overall your experience has been great so far. It's yes, it's actually it's been it's been fantastic. And um, uh, I definitely like I said, um, I would I would not even think about, you know, going back to employ employer type work, you know, you know, employee based work. This is this is it for me. I I just turned 55. And, you know, there was a part of me was like, you know, I'm I'm thinking of working full time till I'm retirement age. And then once I retire, I'm going to be too old to actually enjoy fun stuff, travel and spending time with family and friends. I, I need to just take that jump now. And I'm, I'm just so glad I did. I, I wake up every day kind of pinching myself going, man, I tell you what, thank goodness, you know, Michael's email came into your email box that day because, right. <laughs> you know, who knows? I may have just kind of continued on because I really honestly had stayed, you know, there for so long with the notion of one day I'll do it. One day I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dr. Beck, that makes us incredibly happy to hear. Um, you know, that's that's the ideal story that we want, right? We 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 need to find providers that want to take that leap, you know, and 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 you know, our, our providers work locums assignments for many different reasons, right? So whether that be for financial incentives or to have the flexibility to work a schedule that suits their current life stage or family situations, right. or like you've mentioned several times, even just to fill the need for a sense of adventure, you know, to work in underserved areas where they can travel to places that they didn't, they've never been before. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that you've alluded to this, you know, several times throughout this uh, interview, but, um, you know, from your experience, what do you like me- uh, best about working locums? I know you've mentioned several of these points already, but uh, just to kind of sum it up, what, what has been your favorite thing about working locums so far? Well, I tell you, 
hands down, it's the flexibility, being able to just choose the days I want to work. And then if I want to take two weeks off to go wherever in the world I'd like to go, I don't have to, you know, worry about my, my employer saying, no, you don't really have that time. You know, when, when you worked, when I worked for 22 years with basically 20, 21 paid vacation days, and that was it. And I could only take, I could only take those days uh, with approval and during certain times. Uh, and I tell you, I worked many, I, I worked so many holidays. I can't even tell you <laughs> when I was, you know, uh, at the residency program. So yeah, that flexibility is priceless. It's, it's worth any, you know, downside for me. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, if you're thinking about locums, uh, and your life circumstances are at the point where you, you can't afford to do it in terms of maybe your kids are grown or you don't have kids yet, you know, um, or you have family, mom or you know, parents that are getting older and that, that live far away. And you don't, you know, you, you may not, they may not be around forever. Like they will, they actually won't be around forever. Uh, you, you know, don't put it off because once they're gone, they're gone. And you don't want, I certainly, for me, I did not want to regret, you know, not having had the opportunity um, to take the time to be able to spend more time with them. Absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, family is the most important. So that's, that's incredible. And, and yeah, we, we, we do hear that a lot. Right. And like I mentioned, there are a variety of different reasons why providers choose to work locums, but um, like you mentioned, flexibility is always up there, you know, and, and especially being able to, um, you know, schedule your time around spending more time with family is, is huge for a lot of our providers. So um, that's, that's, that's awesome. And yeah. Dr. Beck, we have time for one more question. Um, and it's another question that I like to ask all of our providers to weigh in on. And that would be just what advice would you give to providers that are interested in taking this jump to try a local mm -hmm. assignment for the first time? And, you know, they might be on the fence. Like you mentioned, you were thinking about it for a while and you, you had faith intervene um, for your situation. But, you know, what advice would you give those providers that are, are interested in trying it out for the first time? Right. Well, I would just say, don't be afraid. Um, if that's something you're thinking about, maybe reach out uh, to somebody who is doing it. Or, you know, it, especially if it's something that uh, if it's like a somewhat different area for me, I had been doing primary care for 22 years, you know, continuity care, seeing patients on a continuum. Um, but I had always wanted to do urgent care and thought about it. And so I started just reaching out to graduates who or when they would reach out to me to say hello and they'd come back to the program. And a lot of them were doing locums and uh, urgent care assignments. And um, uh, they would tell me, you know, the experiences they were having. And it's and it sounded like exactly what I was looking for. Um, and so I got a little information ahead of time. And um, just for me, from a financial standpoint, I was able to say, you know, I, I, I think I can afford not having to worry about the benefits that, you know, my employer is taking care of right now. And so if financially it's okay, if you're able to do it from a financial standpoint, then then don't put it off. Because I tell you, once you do it, you'll be very glad you did. Because as I've said, the one thing we are uh, very limited in um, is time. You will never get that back. You'll never, you know, so once it's gone, it's gone. Um, so um, yeah, just have courage and go, go for it. And the truth is, if you don't like it, um, that's okay. You can always go back to doing an employee, you know, becoming an employee again. But I, I, I think that would be something that, um, you know, you don't want to regret not trying, first of all. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Beck, I know how busy you are. Um, and you're like we mentioned <laughs> at the top of the podcast, you're, you're currently working a locums assignment for us right now. So I'll let you get back to it. 
Uh, but truly, uh, thank you again so much for everything that you do for CCL and, of course, the patients that you serve every day. Um, it's truly been a pleasure speaking with you this morning, and, and I really hope that you have a happy Locum Tenants Week. I appreciate it, Tom. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely.